All opinions expressed on Options Brew are solely opinions of the show's host or guest and do not reflect the opinion of Tradier Inc. or its affiliates. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the show as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of opinion. Options are not suitable for all investors as the special risks inherent to options trading may expose investors to potentially rapid and substantial losses. Please consider your financial condition and investment objectives before investing. Hey, welcome to Options Brew Podcast. Again with us, Mark Phillips from Harvested. Um, we're going to be doing this every week. So we're chatting today. I think Mark's got some great ideas today, probably a little bit. Maybe we go into some election-centric kind of ideas. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, but he's always got good ideas. So I, instead of me talking, let's let Mark talk. How you doing, yeah, buddy? Hey, everyone. Lex, good to be back here. Uh, thanks for having me again. Awesome. Yeah. So, no, this week, one of the things that I think we're looking at that's pretty interesting is what's going on in the QQQs. Uh, I like that because it's a broad marketplace. So like you say, there's definitely some election uncertainty going on there, mm-hmm. but it's also got that tech component to it, right? And I think we've heard some rhetoric, particularly out of the Democratic side of the house, that they might be looking at more regulation for big tech and that's causing some choppy volatility in the name. Okay, good. And QQQs for everyone is, you know, it's it's the power shares uh, QQQ trust, right? A lot of technology in there, tech heavy. So I got to believe Apple and Amazon and those kind of stocks are probably in this this index. Is that sort or ETF? I should say. Sorry. Is that is that accurate? Exactly. They're going to be dominating the lion's share of the price movement here. And okay. uh, you know, those are the big names that we're hearing. You know, potential regulation falling down on the Googles, Amazons, Apples of the world. Got it. Okay. Good. So that's a really popular uh, product. I think I got to believe there's tons of volume in that. Tons of volume. It's regularly one of the top two or three uh, out there okay. along with SPY. So no issues, folks, with liquidity. What, what we mean by that is when you're trading options, nice to have nice, tight, liquid markets. So there's a lot of activity, a lot of interest. Um, and we absolutely see that in the queues. Safe to say, right, Mark? Absolutely. And I think that's a great segue because the trade that we're going to talk about today is a multi-legged trade. Okay. And one of the things when you're looking at doing a butterfly, like we're about to talk about, like getting in and out of that, if you start seeing nickel and dime wide spreads, that's mm-hmm. you're going to give up a lot of edge to trade that. But in the queues, you're a penny wide across all these strikes. So you can Perfect. really get in at a nice clean level. Okay, great. Do you have something specific you want to talk about? Why don't we get right into it? Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. So like what I'm looking at right here is uh, is a butterfly, like I mentioned, but I think to make it a little bit interesting, I was going to adjust the strike instead of going at the money right now. So I think we're a little over 281 right now on the close on Thursday. Right. 281.41 to be exact, it looks like. Okay. Um, so if you shift that butterfly down a little bit, uh, that's actually where we're going to be targeting some price movement here. Okay. So to make it a little bit interesting, we're going to target the 275 level here. Okay. Uh, and I think the reason why we want to do that is because looking out over the past month, that that 275 is kind of right in the middle of where stock has been settling. So okay. if we're going to pick a price target for this butterfly, I want to aim right at the middle of where stock's been settling. Okay, great. Let's let's have a look at a, a graph. How's that sound? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, t- tell, t- let's start. Let, I don't want to have to go through the whole uh, redo of that, but that it's a really important point. Okay. So we're looking at a QQQ graph. This is probably a three month, I think, but we're, we're kind of checking out this section right here. So this is the beginning of September-ish, let's call it. Sound right? 
So, to September there. yeah, so what Mark's talking about is right in this area here, kind of hits the middle of that zone. That's the 275 area, mm -hmm. right? And that's what we're talking about. Exactly. So we're zoning in. A butterfly has its max profit potential right at that middle strike. Okay. okay. So we want, if we put on the 275 fly, we want QQQs at the end of next week to land right at 275. That's where we're going to see our biggest okay. payoff. All right, let's let's do let's do a little thing on the butterfly real quick. Um, butterfly, you, you go ahead and explain it. So it's a one to two to one ratio. Okay, so we're buying, in this case, we're we're doing the long butterfly. I guess we're buying the outer strikes and we're selling two of the middle strike. Okay, so that's why we want that stock to settle on that middle strike where our short exists because that's where our maximum profit could exist. Is that is that all accurate? Bingo. And what's great about the butterfly is that it's a short volatility trade, but you enter it for a debit. So you're right. going to pay to put this trade on and you're going to have a defined risk of exactly the amount you pay for this trade right now. But you're betting that the market is going to move less than the options are implying. You're betting that the market's going to settle down right there at your 275 target price. Awesome. So let's take a look at this. I have it on the screen here. So what I've done is I've, I've put in the long 285 leg, right? The other long is the 265 leg and the two shorts that I put in for this butterfly are the 275. And that's, that's how we wanted to set this up. And that exists right here. Long one, short two, long one. And then our debit is a two, in this case, it came up 277. Now you could obviously fudge that a little bit if you wanted to have a, a nice even price. That all looks clean, Mark. Exactly. So you enter this trade for 277 and you've got a nice wide range where you can potentially profit. So, you know, we talked about our max profit at the 275 level, but there's between that 20 point range of your uh, two long legs, you're going to actually see profit potential within a little over 14 and a half dollars of that range. Yeah. So you've actually got a very wide range where you start to make money. Your break evens are gonna, you know, if you pay 277, your break evens are gonna start at 267 77. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you know, it's gonna go all the way up to 282 33. Right. Sorry, so some, yeah, somewhere in here's, you know, that space is is break even. So if you look at this, we're paying, let's call it three bucks, you know, roughly. We'll 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 make the math easy. You're paying three bucks, right? To basically make what, ten dollars? Is that, is that, is this a That's 10 exactly what you make? If stock yeah. settles right at that 277 short, you're, you're up, you know, three times what you paid more. Yeah. So this, and it's high, taking advantage of high volatility. We want to stress that it's a great way to do this. Um, if you had that, that, that great idea that Mark has that we, we could see settlement somewhere down in that 275 range, another great way to take advantage of this. Don't forget folks, this is hedged. You don't have any exposed units here. Your long two units, and your short two units. So, you know, got to tell you, the clearing firm loves you with these kind of spreads, right? Because risk is defined. Agreed? Agreed. And I think it's a great way for traders to manage their positions that, you know, going into this, your maximum loss is going to be that 277 figure. Right. You know exactly what you're getting in for, but you still can capitalize on the short volatility trade. Yeah, that's perfect. That's a that's a great call. Um, so, and you're expecting you 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 think you're kind of feeling this is kind of the the range here uh, over the next. What, what do we have here? Oh, we have the October sixteenth. So that's only eight days away, right? It's only eight days away. We're actually trading towards the high of the channel right now. So that's why I'm looking to strike that a little below where we are. Okay. 
But then volatility has also been relatively elevated. You know, we talked about some of that rhetoric, you know, whether it's Trump potentially delaying the stimulus negotiations mm-hmm. until after the election, whether mm-hmm. it's some of this regulation, like all of that has been a lot of saber rattling right now. And so, you know, one of the things we like to say as traders is you, you know, buy the news and sell the fact. Right. So right. there's a lot of news going on. There's a lot of saber rattling. Well, you know what? I'm selling the fact that nothing's going to happen. And I think there's kind of more action than or more talk than there will be action. Yeah. OK, great. Um, now, let me ask a question. Some people might be wondering, uh, can we get out of this early? Is there is there a good scenario that happens where we get out less than eight days? Do we have to let this run to expiration. What if we we, what if we start inching down to this 275 level? What are we on uh, Thursday? Well, obviously, m- not much will happen tomorrow, but maybe Tuesday of next week. Can we? Do we take profits? Do we take get out of some of this? What's what's the thought there? It's a really good question. Um, I think we'd have to really see a volatility crush before like the take profit opportunity would come. That's one of the the fun things about theta decay is it's not perfectly linear, right? We're not going to lose a little bit of that every single day. Where we're, where we're really going to see that theta come off is in the Thursday and Friday of next week. So okay. it really does need to settle around there uh, come that Friday. But it is only an eight-day trade. Sure. Sure, sure. Okay, that's a good point too. We, theta, not linear. We all know that in the trading business in, in the old days. I remember those days, man. I, lo- I love that love that graph, you know, woo. So get well, that. And you feel it. You're sitting there at 250 on a, on a Friday and waiting for the bell to ring and waiting for those options to lose their value. Yeah, right. That's awesome. Okay. Awesome. Great trade, Mark. Um, anything else? What do you think? We're pretty good t- this week or do you want to look at s- some other things? No, I think this Q's trade is a great setup. And I think okay. uh, it provides a really nice combination of being able to be short the volatility while adding in a little bit of price targeting there, right? We're not picking the at the money. We're combining sort of a both short ball trade and a little bit of a directional element to it. So you can really do a lot with butterflies. I think they're a really powerful tool and they're something we're going to talk a lot about. Great. Awesome. Well, that's good stuff. So Mark's going to be with us on Thursdays. I know it doesn't matter to the podcast people what day it is, but just look for us on uh, the Option Brew podcast. You'll find this recording um, on the Option Brew YouTube channel and on our podcast as well. Mark, thanks for uh, being with us today. It was awesome. Yeah. Thanks again, Lex. Okay. Okay.